This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That thing I want to ask you about, obviously based on the accent, you can tell that I'm, I'm based in Scotland. You had a very successful period of time at Nottingham Forest in your first spell. It led to interest from Celtic and you moved to the club in 2011 on a free transfer. What did you know about Celtic before you joined the club and as soon as you heard of their interest, was that where you knew you wanted to go? Yeah, I knew Celtic were a massive club. I, I remember being a kid and my best friend being a a guy called Leon Best who went on to play for Newcastle, Blackburn, Southampton. Um, his his mum was Irish, and I remember going in his room, and he he had a lot of Celtic things when we was you know twelve, thirteen. So I knew about Celtic. I knew they were they were a big club, massive club. Um, and then with Lenny coming down to Nottingham Forest in my first spell towards the end of his career to come and play, um, I just got a feel feel for the club as well because he used to tell us stories about big games they'd been involved in so yeah I, I knew about Celtic I knew they were they were a massive massive huge club and in terms of coming into Celtic in that first season um, you obviously win the, the Scottish Premiership title just just what was that first season like how did you adapt to life in Glasgow because as everyone says it really is a goldfish bowl with all the attention on yourselves and whoever's at Rangers at that time yeah, it, it was hard for me for a number of reasons. Um, I think one of them being uh, my my oldest daughter now. She was born just that summer I moved, but I wasn't with her mum. So, you know, she was back here in Nottingham and I was moving up into Glasgow with a newborn baby down in Nottingham. So that was hard. Um, Celtic were great. Neil Lennon was great. He understood. He, he gave me a lot of time to come down and get back and forth. So it was great with that. But on the terms of... You know, like you said, being a a, a goldfish in a, 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 a fish pond, it's, it's so true. It's it was a massive eye opener for me. I just couldn't believe the uh, magnified it was on on Celtic and Rangers and what you do and going for restaurants, going to restaurants for dinner. You, you know, you don't get a minute. So it was a massive eye eye opener, but not in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. And in terms of that first season, obviously, you get to the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup, the final of the League Cup, playing in the Europa League group stages, but obviously winning the title. One of the players that was obviously crucial that season was, was Gary Hooper with his goals. In terms of yourself, um, the likes of Fraser Forster, um, Gary in particular, because you're all from England, did, did you find that that was the sort of social group that you kept in contact with most? Um, you know, that first season, it was really hard for me. I, I find it hard to, to adapt and to settle. Um, I had a couple of injuries as well. I, had a, a, I think I, I tore my Achilles. It was a, a little tear. It wasn't a, made, made a really bad one. So I was out for quite a few months with that. And then I had a few little, other little niggles. So it was a really hard season for me to adapt. I couldn't, you know, I was in and out the side. So that, that was an hard part for me. Um, as for socialising with the boys and stuff, you know, probably the main... The main guy that I really got on with, and them guys, yeah, Joe Ledley's and the Gary Hoopers, yeah, really, I was close to them guys. We was a close, close knit group, all of us. But I really got on with Brownie Scott Brown. 
So me and Brownie, I was good, really good mates with Brownie. You know, if we was going for a few beers after a game in Glasgow, we would come back to mine, get changed, and we'd head out together down Ashton Lane and things like that. So really got on with Brownie. I'm really got on with Fraser Foster, yeah, me and Fraser and Chrissy Commons because I knew Chrissy before I was at Forest with him, but I knew Chrissy before that because I was at Notts County as a kid with his brother Spencer Commons. So I knew Chrissy Commons for years. So. Like I say, it was a really tight-knit group. Even, you know, the foreign boys, Victor Wanyama, Effie Ambrose, really close with them. Ki Sung Young and Cha, Cha De Roo, I was really close with them. So, yeah, I got on with pretty much everyone. You mentioned Scott Brown there. Can you sort of just put into words what he was like as a captain? I mean, I know he's at Aberdeen now, but a modern-day Celtic legend won everything there is to win. And I think even though the club are doing well now, a lot of the fan base still wish that his presence was in and around the club because he really was the beating heart of Celtic over the period of his time there. Yeah, you know, I've, I've played for Forest in two spells. I played for Preston North End, obviously started Notts County. So I played under a hell of a lot of captains. I've been captain myself. But um, yeah, Brandy stands out head and shoulders above everyone else. No disrespect to anyone else that I played, played under as captain. But yeah, it, it was just... You know, when I first moved up there, I was a bit wary of this guy because obviously you start Googling people and looking at the team and I thought, bloody hell, who's this guy here? He looks a bit of a nutcase. But um, as soon as I come up, just so welcoming he was. He was just a, just a nice, genuine guy, not big time one bit. Just a great guy. And as a captain, I don't think, you know, um, obviously I've not played with the, the likes of Gerard and these kind of players, but he's on par with them for me. He, he pulls you along that much that he's on par, par with them boys and when he left Celtic to go to Aberdeen I was just so so surprised I thought even just having him in the changing rooms I think Wes Morgan did it at um, Leicester in his last, last um, season didn't play got, to- got told he wasn't going to play much but Brendan Rodgers still wanted him around and they won the FA Cup and I thought that's what they'll do with Brownie until he decided to finish just have him in the squad you know he'll play here and there but just his presence around the boys and especially with foreign boys he just makes them settle in really well and in terms of your second se- season you, you talked there also about circumstances of um, your daughter being based in Nottingham while you're based in Glasgow did I don't want to say did it get any easier because obviously family always comes first even over football but were you able to focus on staying fit and enjoy the second season a wee bit more um, in terms of your personal circumstances as well as playing for the club yeah, definitely, without a doubt. I think I got the balance perfect um, my second season. The first season was really, really hard. You know, I, I even spoke about leaving. Um, I nearly did leave. Um, I nearly went to Leicester. Uh, a swap deal with another player to come the other way. Uh, Neil Lennon said no last minute. Uh, so that fell through, which was I'm delighted with, you know, without, without my Celtic career ended after that. But, um, yeah... It was really hard, but the second year we found a great balance. You know, I just I was in a great, great form. I got a great rhythm going with my performances, and then, you know, off the field. I think if you're off the field happy, and that's how I was, and it reflected on my performances. But yeah, we got that balance right with Lenny and the coaching staff, Gary Parker and stuff. Got extra days off here and there to go home, and it, it worked out well because. I think that was that season was possibly my best season I had in football, performance-wise. 
Well, when when you think of that season again, you won an, a, another title. You win the Scottish Cup in the final against Tibbs, partner on Charlie McGrew at the the heart of the defence. Um, if we talk about the sort of domestic season first, um, what what was the winning the league title like in that that second season? Because you, you won it by quite a distance. Yeah, it was brilliant. I think more so as well because I was more a part of it. I think I played the first season. I don't know how many games I played the first season. Maybe. 15, 20 games, I'm not even sure. But the second season, I, I literally played near enough every game. Um, so it felt like I, I deserved it as such. You know, it was it was really enjoyable. And to win it by so many points. And we had a fantastic squad. You know, the players that we had were, were great players, performed every week. And and the management staff, not just Lenny, but Gary Parker and Johan and Woodsy, the goalkeeper coach, and the, the physio team as well of, of Tim. Yeah, it was, it was just brilliant. I think it just ticked, ticked the box in every area and it showed on the pitch. And in terms of the cup final against Tibbs, I mean, it did show on the pitch there. Gary Hooper scores eight minutes in, adds a second before half-time and then Joe Ledley rounds off to be a comprehensive victory in the end. What was it like playing at, playing at Hampden Park and, and walking out for a cup final with Celtic and obviously being able to pick up the trophy at the end of it? Yeah, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I had my family come up and, you know, I think just before, well, over Christmas, this conversation got brought up um, with my family because obviously you're together over Christmas and talking about my best times playing football because obviously I've retired now. And this conversation came up about the cup with my own cousins and stuff. And without signing arrogant or big-headed, I, I, I remember going into that game knowing that we was going to win. I just thought, we're, we're going to win today. I just knew we was. And when we, we got the first goal, I just thought, yeah, I wonder how many it's going to be. You know, it was that confident off the back of the season. I knew it was just a matter of what the score was going to be kind of thing. And, and obviously it was a successful day. You, you lift the trophy. And, and in that season as well, and again, I know you've been asked about this probably a million times, but can you put it into words what that night against Barcelona at Celtic Park was like? Because... When I read out the Barcelona team, it was incredible at the time. I remember being at the game. I remember all the emotions that come with it. But when you look back, you've got Valdez, Alves, um, Mascherano, Alba, Xavi, Iniesta, Pedro, Messi and Sanchez. And the three players they bring off the bench are Gerard Piquet, Cesc Fabregas and David Villa. How on earth did Celtic, how did we manage to win that game? Because it was unbelievable. You know, I think that was the, the what people, some people say, you know, was that the best ever club side? that Barca side that we beat, you know, that year. But, again, if you ever speak to Chrissy Commons, if you ever interview Chrissy Commons, ask him what I said in the warm-up. You know, we, we have a laugh about that. I said in the warm-up before the game, and, and, you know, you can quote me on this, and you can ask Chrissy Commons, I said to him in the warm-up when we're stretching, I've got a good feeling about tonight, I think we're going to win. <laughs> and you can ask him that. And, um, and we went on to win it, and after the game, he was like, Fucking hell, I can't believe it. You said that, you said that. I just said, I just, that season was just incredible. I, I've never played football with so much confidence. And it came, it came from, we played Real Madrid in Philadelphia um, in an invitational match. We went through over for like four days, just at the start of the season, we played them. And I remember I, I played really well. And I came off and Lenny said to me, you've set your standards now, you're brilliant today. And from that game, I don't think I played below seven out of ten all season. And as you say, you, you, you played incredibly well that season. Um, and, and Neil Lennon, of course, as you say, came in at Forest towards the end of uh, his career when you were there in your first spell. And obviously he was your manager through that success at Celtic, domestically and in Europe. 
what was Neil Lennon like to play for? Because obviously, as you know, he's he's been criticised for the end of his second spell. But over the piece at Celtic, he did win a lot of trophies. He had success in Europe. What was your memory of playing for him? Because what I hear from other players I've spoken to is he was he was a pure out and out man manager. Yeah, that's that's what he was. That's exactly, that's the nail on the head. He was just a man manager. He was when you say old school, he was old school, but he was. He was just one of the lads, kind of thing. He, he knew, he knew what to say, he knew when to say it. He knew what lads needed. He knew what certain players needed, what other lads didn't need. He was, just, he was just brilliant. He's second. I couldn't thank him enough for you know one bringing him to Celtic and and two the time I had with him. He was just a great, great guy. And it was sad to see see how it ended for him the second spell there. But um, as a manager. You know him and Billy Davis for me are the best I've I've played under, and that's because they got the best out of me on the pitch. Um, both again, my management was was incredible, incredible, especially with me personally. So I can't speak highly enough of, of Lenny. He's brilliant. In terms of yourself and, and leaving Celtic, I remember I was literally I just finished secondary school, starting university when when, when you had left um, around that time period and. My friends, we actually go to the games together and I remember I was being absolutely gutted that you were leaving because you'd made such a mark in that 2012-13 season when we won the Cup, we won the league and obviously in Europe. Was it just a case that your personal circumstances dictated that returning to Nottingham was just the right thing to do? Yeah, you know, I look, people say do you regret coming back because after when I came back six games into my first spell second spell I, I had a really bad injury and I was out for a year so people said do you regret it don't regret it no no because the main reason I came back my daughter then was two and it was like right she's going to start school soon I want to start doing school runs I want to read the books with her at night things like this so and that that means more to me in football unfortunately <laughs> that's just life um, but yeah it, it was it was odd I remember we was playing in the Champions League qualifier I can't remember who it was against it was in Sweden Mo Bangora went on loan and he was allowed to play against us if you remember right yep and um, yeah we went over and I was in my hotel room and my agent rang me and just said listen Forrest are really interested want to bring you back I think it was Elfsborg Elfsborg that's who it was yeah and I said right I said well right if it's, uh, yeah I want to come back home if it's, if it's possible you know I've done I had a great season last year with Celtic and there's no better way to, to leave on our eye. So, anyway, the, the deal got closer and closer. And by the time we got to Sweden, it was um, it got agreed or wherever it was. I can't remember it, where it was, sorry. And it got agreed. So, I had a knock at my door, hotel room. I opened the door and it was Lenny. And um, he come in and he just went, we've had a, a 2.5 million offer from Forrest. He went, we'd knock it back. But obviously, I've had plenty of conversations with you. I know your feelings about going back home. Um, we're happy with that, Kelvin. If, if you are, if you want to stay, we'll give you a new contract. But if you want to leave, we totally respect you and understand. But please, for me personally, meaning Lenny, play for me tonight and get us in the Champions League and make this your last game. So I said, okay, no problem. Yeah, went out and they gave me man of the match the other team because I played that well. <laughs> I got man of the match at their ground, so they gave me this big plate thing after the game. And I went in the change rooms after and Lenny just did a speech by just saying, lads, that's Kel's last game. And lads couldn't believe it. And it was a bit, you know, orgs and, you know, high fives. Thanks for helping us out. Thanks for getting us through tonight and stuff. And yeah, flew back and drove down to Nottingham the next day. 
And in terms of um, Forest, a massive club as well with European history, how do you reflect on both spells at the club? Because you win a promotion in your, your first spell from League One under Colin Calderwood, then Billy Davis comes in and you're pushing to try and get into the Premier League. And then when you, you go back to Forest, Billy Davis is, is there and then there's obviously changes that come as well. Yeah, yeah, my first spell, it was a dream come true. I came from, you know, I was at Preston. I was meant to go to Leeds under Dennis Wise. Agreed it, meant to sign on the Monday morning, driving home on a Friday, got a call from Forrest. We'll match the deal if you want to come to us. No-brainer, Forrest fan. Yeah, I'll come. So that was a dream come true, my first spell. Four years there. My last year of that four years, again, was probably up there with my, my good season that I had at Celtic. I was I was brilliant. Hence the reason why Celtic wanted me. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't want to leave Forest the first time round. We was in contract negotiations with Mark Arthur, who was the chief exec. And for some reason, that man didn't want to give Nottingham players, you know, the good contracts that, that the players get that you, they bring in are from Nottingham. He just thought, because Will's from Nottingham, he was doing us a favour by letting us play for Nottingham Forest. So it wasn't about being greedy. It wasn't about being greedy at all. It was about getting what you deserve. And he just didn't value me, Wes Morgan, hence why Wes left, Julian Bennett, Dave McGoldrick, all the Nottingham boys he didn't value. Hence why we all left. Um, so yeah, that's the only reason why I left to begin with, because the, the contract that, that they offered us wasn't, it didn't value me. And then Celtic come along and it was, then it was a no-brainer. Yeah, it was... It was the I was going, but my second spell was just a bit of a. It was a bit of a nightmare to be honest. I came back and really looking forward to it. Made some great signings. I was having a right go. New owners, Fawaz, um came back and I played the first six games. Started really well. I think we was up near the top. We didn't lose quite a few games. It was top or second, and it was a Tuesday night against Middlesbrough. And I've just jumped over the goalkeeper because he's come sliding up for the ball as I've landed my my disc in my back just collapsed onto the nerve and I couldn't walk. So I had an operation that kept me out for a year because of my the nerve damage. I couldn't go up on my toes, so I couldn't run. And then when I came back, I just wasn't the same player at all because my game, my game was pace. I was pretty quick for a centre-half um, and I'd lost two yards. You know, it, it, it really affected my confidence as well. So, yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare. Really sad, really sad to end it on, on them terms before us, but you know, that's football. It's a physical sport. And in, and in terms of football, you, I know you've been doing a, a bit of coaching. Do you see yourself doing that long term? Do you want to be a manager in your own right? What are your plans? Um, so I'm at Elkiston Town at the minute, which is a, a semi-professional step fourth side in Nottingham, in England down south. Um, I really enjoy it. You know, I've, I've got a mentoring company, so I do mentoring with young teenagers. So, the football stuff, it works around it because it's part-time. I wouldn't want to be full-time in football yet, uh, coaching levels or management. So it, it's, it's perfect for me. I'm learning a lot from it. Um, even though it's semi-professional, it's, I can't believe how professionally it seems. And it's run, run really well. So I really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, five, ten years down the line, yeah, I'm thinking about doing my badges, my B licence in the summer. I probably would want to want to get into a football club and if it's management or coaching in, in some capacity yeah 
And the last main question I've got for you, you mentioned Billy Davis and, and Neil Lennon as as managers that you sort of really enjoyed playing under. Were they similar in styles and do they are those two the main coaches that stand out through your full football career or are there any others that you would add to those two? Um, that stand out, there's one more that stands out. He, well, there's two, actually. And that was in my youth days. John Gorn, he was my youth team manager at Notts County. And he took me from a cent, from a right back to a centre off. And I reckon he, you know, it's down to him. He, he gave me the confidence and stuff. He was a great coach, really old school in my youth team days, but kind of, kind of made me tough. I was a bit of a nice, nice footballer back then. Didn't really want to put my head in or foot, but he, he taught me that to make it, you have to. So he was brilliant. And Gary Brazil, who now's at Nottingham Forest, um, is the academy director. He, he had me for a year in the youth team as well after John Gaunt left and he was brilliant as well he was fantastic with me um, so them two as well but yeah the, um, Billy Davis and Neil Lennon stand out head and shoulders above anyone else at my professional level um, completely different guys completely different guys great man managers but Billy Davis is an absolute tactical genius he He's got everything down to a T. He analyses. He even tells you what's going to happen in the game at what minute. And when you do the video on a Monday morning, he'll say, what did I say Friday? This would happen on the 70th minute. You'd run over him. And we did. So he, he had everything down to a T. He was so, so particular with everything. Um, training. He had it, had it down to a T. Where Lenny was, you know, the coaching side, yeah, we did a few drills, not often, but I think as well it was is because of the caliber of player that Lenny had compared to what Billy maybe had. You know, Lenny had all internationals apart from probably about three of us, and that was the English boys. The rest were all internationals, so Lenny could trust trust us just to go out there and, and get results and, and perform. So completely different managers, respect for but but, but great guys, great managers, just fantastic for me personally. So we'll dive down to the ocean And we'll make our home in a deep sea cave And our shells will all be open They'll be filled with song, they'll be filled with song We'll dive down to the ocean And we'll make our home in a deep sea cave And our shells will all be open They'll be filled with song